1: And I'm Callum, sharing my perspectives from both being an entrepreneur and working in a variety of different companies. Whether you lead a team or a business, you'll find practical tips, inspirational insights, and ideas as we discuss a wide range of leadership topics. So with that, here's today's episode.
0: We have a big welcome today to Tim O'Brien. Now, Tim is from the US. He will give himself he will do an intro in just a second, but he is the founder of the Healthy Place, which he runs. With his wife, which is a true family business. I'm sure his three children get involved in it as well. And he started his business in 2010, and it has reached around 8 million in sales in US dollars. So we're going to hear all about that. Big welcome to you, Tim.
2: Thank you so much for having me. Super happy to be here.
0: Thank you. Please do an intro on yourself.
2: Yeah. So I have been kind of born, bred, and raised in the natural alternative. Health food store world. My mom fought through cancer when I was, you know, five or six years old, and much of her recovery was through natural alternatives. And through her experience working with a gentleman at a health food store, she actually got a management position at that same health food store. And us kids were homeschooled. So we spent much of our childhood doing our school and sort of uh, in the back room of this little health food store in a town called Mequon, Wisconsin in the USA here. And I just watched my mom produce these testimonies, you know, chronic pain, stress, anxiety, depression, helping other people that have gone through the cancer battle and just sort of educating them on what the natural world has to say in the area of natural supplements. In battling those things and so that sort of started the passion for me as a young little guy of, of hey this I'm passionate about this natural alternative thing and I got a job at a GNC store when I was 18 and just found that I really liked it liked helping people liked encouraging people liked people in general like really enjoyed it and so then I moved to Madison Wisconsin to district manage some GNC stores and I was like, okay, I seem to be like doing well in this little like lane. And so maybe I should keep running in this thing. And I think it was 2007 that there was a corporate takeover. Everybody lost their jobs that were working for these GNC stores that I was managing. So it was one of those moments in life where you're like contemplating, what do I do now? I could either completely shift gears and do something different, or I could you know, stay in this lane And, you know, maybe I should start my own company and own business. And there's some like cool stories of, I did a network marketing company for a little while that sort of didn't work out. And then I had a smoothie bar for a while where I was selling supplements. It was like a a mini kind of smoothie bar inside of a gym where we sold supplements as well. And then in 2010, Becky, my wife, and I said, Hey, should we open our own store? And co-own it, you know, together, run it together, build it together. And we decided to pull the trigger. So that was 2010, the first brick and mortar, The Healthy Place was born. And now fast forward, we have four brick and mortar stores in Madison, uh, which I'm super thankful, excited for. I just thought it would be one back in 2010. And we have a thriving e-commerce business, findyourhealthyplace.com. And uh, two brands that have been born out of that, which is lively vitamin co is a supplement brand and WildTheory.com, which is CBD oil. So now we get to run it together. We got our three cute kids that, you know, help us out and a vision to impact, you know, I want to impact all the world, you know, life is short and there's people out there suffering and that living your life to the fullest is something worth pursuing with everything you got. So I enjoy that mission.
0: But it certainly sounds like you live life to the fullest with all of those things going on.
2: <laughs> Try, it's fun.
1: Awesome. Well, it's a pleasure to have you on the, on the podcast, Tim. Thanks very much for joining. I really, I really enjoyed that quick intro there and the, the values you shared towards the end. Um, so- Absolutely. Kicking, kicking things off with a, with a quick question then, um, perhaps either from your sort of days at, at GNC, and you mentioned that more like slightly more corporate environment or you know, running your own business now at a healthy place. What, what would you say uh, like great leadership kind of looks like to you and perhaps um, some experiences you might've had kind of along those lines?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's been really cool transitioning. You know, when you work for kind of big corporate, you sort of have to do the things that they want you to do in the way that they want you to do them. And there's times where that just conflicts with, uh, your own personal passions or desires to impact, help people lead them on a journey. That's going to change their life for the positive way. So stepping into doing my, my own thing, I I got to make the customer the goal that they are. I, I got to, you know, impact them is sort of like my mission always to like impact that customer where I got to take leadership of my own life and say, okay, how can I do this? And I had to figure those things out. Um, of how to actually impact that customer so an example of that would be a customer comes in for b12 and their doctor maybe naturopathic doctor told them to get a b12 supplement and the extra step that we take instead of just selling them that is asking that question like can i ask why you're wanting to take the b12 and then they share the story i'm fatigued i have nerve pain i my, my mental clarity and focus i feel like i have brain fog and uh uh you know, my immune system is compromised. And it's like, oh, wow. Okay. So you're, you're actually kind of struggling with all these things. Like, yeah, really struggling. So then we, we get them um, a really quality B12 that absorbs well, but then we bring up, well, do you know that 92% of fatigue is related to your adrenal glands and adaptogenic herbs can really help with that. So then that customer maybe buys those two products and they come back a month later going, wow, Tim, my energy, I really feel a lot better. And so that's like hashtag impact, you know, you get to like impact that customer. So that, that was one of the biggest like leadership things that I had to learn coming in was what am I going to do differently than the way the world typically does it to sort of like set myself apart, set my company apart and make the customer go, go, wow, you know, that's pretty cool. Cause that took, that took a long time to sort of like figure that out. Cause I was just used to being in that mold. Uh, back at GNC, where you get the $2 commission for selling the two to the two pound protein bucket. You just kind of like sell what the customers come in and look for, where our model was like, it's almost like planting seeds. You get them educated, you give them literature, you follow up with them, you make recommendations based on their story, but you had to ask questions to get to that. And so across our model now, it's very different than other structures that are found out there. So that was... That was a leadership move that I had to make um, and sort of like perfect in order to grow.
0: And how fundamental do you think that's been to the success of the business?
2: I think that is our main difference maker is like the souls before sales approach. There was one time early on that I was like praying to God for like sales because I was like not gonna make my rent. (laughs) I was like, oh, we need sales. And he sort of like struck my heart where it was like, Do you care about souls, you know, people as much as you care about sales? And it was sort of like convicting because I was sort of like focused more on the money than I was on the people. And that was like conflicting with my model that I wanted to maintain. And so since that point, it was like, anytime I get off track of that a little bit, it's bringing it back to the human, to the customer, to the person. And to answer your question, it's been all the difference because when customers work with us, whether it's live chat feature on our website or whether it is coming into our stores or calling our stores for a phone consultation. Our culture as a company is to put that soul before the sale and to really do anything and everything we can to impact them, help them and improve their quality of life. Uh, 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 and that, that I think has been the game changer for us. There's one thing you touched on earlier on today, which I'd love to
1: dive into a bit more detail. You mentioned when you were like at GNC and then, you know, you were sort of, kind of toying with the decision. Do I go and do my own thing or do I sort of carry on down the route that I'm currently in? And I imagine for like a lot of our listeners, they're either sort of working within a business or perhaps they're already running their own business or, or looking to be sort of become a bit of an entrepreneur or switch to being an entrepreneur, whatever it might be. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm curious to understand like what, what was your sort of thought process between like actually deciding to, to make that change and actually go and do your own thing?
2: Yeah. I think it was when I realized that I wanted to make a difference in the world. Like I had this encounter where I, I realized, man, life is like super short and I really want to make a difference and I want to like impact the world for a better, like leave a legacy, you know, that, that sort of ideology. And so then at the same time I had learned about uh, residual income and how you can create something that makes you money while you sleep. And that understanding took root where it's like, oh, I can build something that creates residual income that I can take that income and I can reinvest it back into the mission again and again and again and again again to change the world, you know? And so I sort of like caught that vision and I realized that the only way that I knew how to do that with my skills was to start a business. So that, that for me was the, like the push. It's like, I need, that's what I needed to do in order to do that. You know, I wasn't a, a master investor, um you know i didn't know how to like create websites you know different ways that you can create residual income i didn't know i'm not a writer like writing books you know so then starting a business okay selling supplements that i can do so that was my sort of like thought process and something i got really excited about
0: i love the passion that you have for your business i love the mission around souls before sales Thank you. And, you know, you exude that kind of enthusiasm and commitment and drive for that. How, how many people do you have in your, your team? How many people work in the business? 28. Okay, so here's a challenge that many business owners face. How do they make sure that all 28 of their team have the same level of passion and commitment? So I'd like to hear how you do that and any tips perhaps you could share for other For our listeners who may be growing a business and they have a passion, how do they make sure that is instilled in everyone who is involved in the business?
2: Yeah, that's a really good question. So for our wellness consultants, uh, those are the salespeople, you know, that would work with customers. Uh, We call them wellness consultants and they have a training that they have to go through, like a curriculum that we created. I'm really proud of it because we created it and it's videos and it's quizzes and it's tests and it's certifications that they have to get in order to begin to work with the customers, like basic understanding of the brands and the forms of nutrients, and then more in depth understanding of the brands and the forms of each nutrients of how to good, better, best attack health problems or increase quality of life. And so throughout all those videos, I was really intentional about our mission to impact, empower, and educate every customer to learn, grow, and create a lifelong foundation of health and wellness. That's our mission statement. And inserting continuously throughout all of that little tidbits of how there's a fork in the road, and we have to impact that customer at the encounter spot, or else they could go down a path that you know, their health deteriorates, for example, and it's a lot of responsibility. So I think it's as a culture, like creating that with my management team, me being over here and then the management team, you know, constantly reinforcing that message. We use a platform called Hangouts, you know, just to communicate with our teams. And each time there's a testimony where it's like, oh my gosh, they got mega breakthrough. Like we share those things. We share powerful reviews, which we get. All the time, and so constantly like reinforcing the mission, like what we're doing and how we're doing it. I think consistent connection with your team is probably the most important because if you're around as the owner, your impartation, if you will, you know, is going to be picked up. You know, you Mm -hmm. mentioned you you think I might exude that a little bit, which makes me happy to hear because that's what I hope. And and so if others are feeling that, seeing that, then it's like okay they're going to be impacted by that and changed. And then when there's somebody not walking along with your vision, then having a conversation with that person and being like, Hey, you gotta, you gotta get in line here. Like, or maybe, maybe this isn't the right position for you, or maybe we're not doing something well to communicate it to you and sort of like keeping an eye on that as a team. So that's a few of the things that we do. Nice.
1: Tim, I got sort of a bit of a follow-up question to that. From, from making the switch so from GNC over to, to now doing your own thing and, and perhaps the answer to that might be uh, kind of motivating the team and growing it and so on but what, what do you think has been the biggest challenge of actually doing your own thing?
2: <laughs> making sales you know <laughs> I mean year one it was like you get the, everything ready you got this shelves dusted you got the products stack them high, watch them fly. You got your pyramid of supplements going and you're just waiting for a stampede coming through the doors. In the beginning, it's crickets, you know? And I think the most important thing to do in that first year, like if you're launching a business and it's to not lose heart, you know, which I had those days where I definitely lost heart. Don't despair. I definitely had those days where I started to despair. It's like, hang on to what your vision is And every encounter customer that you have, give them everything you got. Impact them to the point where whatever you're doing, whether it's selling supplements like me trying to help their health or selling computers, whatever, like at the end of that conversation for them to view you as a resource and somebody that they want on your team to bring up the next time they think about that, like impact them. Like, would they go tell a friend by you? So that was the first couple of years. That was the biggest challenge, like just to pay rent, you know, pay the bills, make enough money. You know, we wanted my wife to be able to stay at home to work, you know, with the kids coming and everything. So it was really challenging and I didn't know if we were going to make it, you know, it's a big risk. You have the house on the line. And so that was my biggest challenge of like making that transition. Was I think there, yeah
0: sorry Tim was there any oh. any time during that when you thought I have to walk away I can't do this it's it's not going how I expected it to go was there was there any time then
2: you no know, I'd, I'd say I, I wasn't at a place ever where I was going to walk away I just literally thought a number of times like is this gonna collapse on itself Okay. You know, is this, is everything I'm doing and everything I'm working towards, is it actually going to work? How did you,
0: sorry, that's just so so interesting. How did you keep your mindset um, resilient and positive during that time? Were there any techniques that you could share with others where you just managed to get yourself from that place mentally? Because those doubts were going on in your mind and, you know, those remnants creep in and
2: Yes, that's such a good question. And I'm excited by the answer because it really helped me. You know, I don't know if you've heard this before, but you know, a ship in the Atlantic Ocean going from like, you know, London over to, you know, Massachusetts, for example, like hundreds of years ago, every single day they'd like look up to the stars and make sure they're aligned right. Because if the rudder is off just like a little bit, you could end up in South America instead of north america and i think there's actually stories of that happening where they like totally ended up on the wrong continent and so my biggest encouragement through that time was daily i'm a christian so for me it was like connecting with god every morning reading some bible you know praying saying you know god you know help me give me wisdom give me direction give me guidance i want to change the world for the better i care about people i want to make an impact like show me the way to do that best, like bless my efforts, you know, make them successful for your glory. Amen. You know? So then every day I'm coming into the shop with a renewed sense of direction and clarity to be able to just do that day the best I can. And there's only so much you can control. So you're going to give it your all, you know, give it your all every day, leave it all on the field. And then you got to give God the rest. So that was sort of my approach. And that helped me, you know, countless days when I was discouraged to realign to the stars, so to speak, make sure my rudder is pointed towards the right continent so that I get there. And I think that's what held me strong.
1: Amazing. Got me going to you say something? Thank you. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Yeah. Cheers. Tim. I love it. I think it's, um, it's, 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 it, definitely takes a strong mindset i think doesn't to keep pushing through those like tough times and like see that have the vision in mind and like keep pushing towards and like, keep
2: striving for it and actually like realize it and, and make it
1: happen so it's really interesting to hear to hear your story thank how you,
2: you. That it is it's like pushing a huge boulder up the mountain and sometimes you like just are straight up sliding back straight backwards <laughs> while holding the boulder you know it's intense for sure. I've got, I got a quick
1: question around like, cause you you seem you're definitely like very motivated and determined to like do good and help people and sort of change the world. As you mentioned, I'm curious that, Thank do you. you have any sort of um, is there any inspiration, like where that's come from people that you've admired and sort of uh, wanted to do something similar to, to what other people have done, I guess, do you have any like leadership role models is, is kind of my question.
2: Yeah, totally. You know, um, John Maxwell yep. is one of my favorite leadership writers. And that whole idea of like 360 degree leadership uh, was pretty impactful uh, to me. Uh, you know, Jesus's work on the planet, I thought was pretty cool. <laughs> he kind of made a difference. Um, uh, Jocko, I don't know if you guys have heard of Jocko Willink. Name How's is- it? He's such a cool guy. So he like extreme ownership, you know, every day just owning what you've been given. You can't control X, Y, Z, but you can control what's in your world and you're responsible for that so do it you know no complaining i love his approach so those are probably the three um top you know fourth would be like john bevere um there was a a point in one of his books where it it just like like 80 years it's like what we got like fight that clicking clock with everything you got sort of mentality and like make a difference leave a legacy because you only got 80 years you know So I I just, those are probably the four biggest names. And I've read like a bunch of books by them all. Um, And it just is re-inspiring to sort of remember that we can impact everybody in our world positively or negatively. You know, buying a gallon of milk from the store, you can impact that person in a positive way. That's powerful just by caring about them. And then, you know, your influence of people, you, you know, you might know a thousand people and they know a thousand people. So you're two people- away from a billion or whatever you know that that whole butterfly effect reality like we need to believe in that because we really can make a difference and life is a gift you know for sure i'd love to just explore one thing uh, you said that him uh, you mentioned
1: that uh, uh, Jack or Jack i'm not 100% sure which one it is but i also yeah. read uh david goggins's book well, twice now this year and I'm, like no, I, they're kind of in the in the same sort of uh i thought sort of you
2: looked like a navy seal type guy <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I'm, de- I'm definitely not but I really oh, I, mean, I, I, I did really, me, really, tried. really enjoy his book and I've sort of <laughs> seen uh, Jocko as a result of that um that's but awesome. I think I think the like the principles in that book around like being Navy an SEAL and just like really going for it and giving it everything you've got like and just being like kind of determined like through the roof to make something happen mm-hmm. how do you think um I was gonna say that's definitely had like an impact on kind of my work and, and things that I've done how do you think um perhaps like is, what sort of impact does it have for you and how do you think that I can perhaps like translate for like other sort of um i guess pieces of advice you could share with like with others
2: yeah with like can you say the question one more time maybe
1: yeah sorry that wasn't a very well no no, no you we, we might need to snip this bit i guess i was just saying like there's sort of Jocko shares that like idea of like extreme ownership Um, in the other books is all kind of around like being like very mentally resilient, just kind of like giving it, giving it everything you've got. I'm just sort of curious to hear like how that's sort of impacted uh, your business and perhaps um, being able to share that as advice for others.
2: Yeah. I think facing each day with, you know, renewed passion, like whatever you got to do to have that renewed passion daily for what your mission is, like what you're calling in life. Like, I think like identifying what your calling is, you know, like what your strengths are, are essential because then you can keep aligning back to that. And sort of the power in the, in my life, at least of like renewing my passions each day and like coming at it with all I got, even if it's like so discouraging is that you do get breakthrough. Like you really do get breakthrough. I mean, I think of my story, I had to figure out a difference maker and then I had to start hiring people, which was really scary. Cause it's like, You know, it's like the leader don't have that much money. So you start hiring people and then you build a team and then you lose people on that team that you invested so much in. So then you have to hire new people to like replace. And it's this slow three steps forward, two steps back. And I'd say there's more setbacks than there are victories. And if you want to go far in life, like you gotta have, you gotta realize, hey, that's just the reality. Like you're gonna have more setbacks likely then victories. And you have to bust through each one of those, like a, you know, super buff football player or something, you know, breaking through the ceiling once again. And you just have to have that resolve to, to again and again. I mean, COVID was another example for us, like 30%, we have four stores, 30% of our in-store traffic, like immediately died. And we were able to stay open, thankfully but that was our bread and butter. So then all of a sudden we had to pivot like a lot of smart companies did where it's like, get on e-commerce, put more focus on e-commerce, build your e-commerce. So we have like a team over the last year, we've been able to build, you know, around $2 million in e-commerce sales, which before that it was like 300,000. So in one year from 300,000 to 2 million is like like awesome. It's like a huge success, but it took like so much blood, sweat, and tears over this last year. It's been like the most stressful year of my life. And I look on the other side and, and, you know, thank God, like we replaced that 30% of lost revenue from COVID. Like we did it as a team, you know, it wasn't, wasn't me. We have a, a crazy awesome team that pulled that together of, of writers and photographers and graphic designers and, You know, and we did it. And it's like, dang, once again, we we jumped over another another hurdle. And it's, I think it's because of that position where the people that are leaders and managing and pushing in the company for the best, like have that resolve to not quit, (laughs) you know?
0: for for me, that epitomizes what leadership is all about. And and you've demonstrated that in spades, Tim, in terms of you've got a team that support when you work together, it's a collaboration. You had a challenge you all pulled through it and look at the amazing result you've got okay mm-hmm. it's taken its toll I'm sure and there have been those tough moments as you've gone through it but you have come through it yeah and, we and how, determination.
2: how fulfilling you know yeah. how fulfilling it, it, it's awesome
0: I mean we can't grow can we unless we have those challenges and go through them we have yes. to embrace those challenges to move forward
2: you and really you- You can't hide from them. You can't run from them. You got to face them head on no matter what. And just stare that challenge in the eye. And yeah.
0: So, so sort of 12 years on from um, starting your business, what advice would you give yourself 10 years ago based on what you know now? So what, what advice would you give yourself, your younger, um, 10, 12 years ago?
2: Figure out what your strengths are and then, be willing to seek out people around you that have the strengths that are your weaknesses. You know, be humble because you can't do it by yourself. You need the help of other people and you might not be who the, know who those people are yet, um, both outside of your company and inside of your company. Like you need a team. And so seek those people out. Like don't think that you can just do it by yourself. I think it's huge. And then don't lose heart when it's all looking pretty dire because inside the first two years, you know, I could have quit. I could have said, you know what, there's too much that is at risk here. I could have walked away and the numbers might've pointed towards doing that, but I had a dream and Becky and I together had a dream and we were able to push through it and, and, and get it, get it done. So don't give up. You know, don't despair, renew yourself daily, like feeding yourself has to be like the most important thing, like building yourself up day to day with uh, the books, you know, the, the mind space, you know, for me, prayer uh, daily, sort of like giving my life over again to God and saying, Hey, like, okay, I just want to make a difference in the world. Show me the best way to do that. You know, sort of like asking that question and doing that daily, then it's just, it's, it, it eliminates a lot of the fear the worry and even the risk, because at the end of the day, you know, you still have your, yourself. So give it all you got.
0: There was a, 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 I mean, I love that. And there was a book I read once and it said, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. And and he went down this line to, well, what's the worst that could happen? I could end up in prison or I could (laughs) end on the street, end up on the streets. That's the worst. But would that really be, it's not. It's bad. Yes, I'm not minimizing the impact that that would have. But as you say, you'd still have yourself, and you could yeah. still rebuild
2: your life in some way, shape, yep. or form. Yep. Yeah. Life is a gift. I mean, whether you're in prison, <laughs> you can still walk out in the prison yard, look at the sky, and be thankful. You know.
0: Read books, educate yourself, etc. Yeah.
2: So. I'd kind of like to go to prison a little while. You know, just to get <laughs> you like a, you know, MD degree or <laughs> something. <laughs> I'll like, take a cool. break. <laughs> yeah, my wife is like, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, well, that's a good <laughs> term, pretty, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. As <laughs> um, I was gonna say to, I really love what you shared on the podcast. I think you shared like so many like motivational tips and kind of your own story. I think it's been like really inspiring as well. You know, going Thank from you. You know, like corporate, um corporate, but the slightly more corporate journey that you're on to to doing your own thing and pushing through those hard times and, you know, having that mindset and actually realizing that t- to become a success. So as we sort of move on to the, to the last part of the podcast, I mean, we like to give our guests like a, a bit of time at the end to share anything that they've got kind of coming up in their world with their business, whatever it might be, they, they work on, whether it's work or sort of personal life um, over to you. Is there anything that you would like to, to share with, with our listeners that you've got coming up?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Just that you're, you know, created for a purpose, you know, you are awesome. Like who you are, your personality, like don't try to be like somebody else you know, um, feed yourself and be the absolute best, uh, that you can be like comparison is the thief of all joy. Don't compare yourself to others or other companies like compare yourself to yourself a year ago. And are you better, stronger, faster? That is the types of things worth pursuing and make an impact. You know, life is a gift. Quality of life is a gift. Um, the quality of those you love and care about uh, is a gift and you can impact the world for a better, for the better. So be a light, be a light every day. Awesome. I love it. Thanks, Tim.
0: Thank you very much, Tim. It's been, it's been a real, a real pleasure to have you as our podcast guest and for sharing your insights and inspiration and motivational outlook on, on life. So we wish you every continued success to, to make that impact on the world going forward so thank you very much indeed
2: thank you i mean it was super fun to be here and i did want to give a little gift to to your following we, we currently only sell in the united states um will be international i'd like to say in the next six months uh coupon code succeed will give 30 percent off the full price on our website so if there's any way that we can serve you in any of your natural alternative supplement type needs we'd love to serve you there and Coupon Code Succeed will get you that discount. So thank you both for having me. This was super fun. And it's fun to tell my story and hopefully encourage some people.
0: Thank awesome. You. Thanks thank so much, Tim.
2: Thank you for
0: that. Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear how this podcast has impacted your leadership. And if any of these concepts resonate with you and you'd like to find out more about leadership and business growth, go to the RGM website, rjen.co.uk.